Good morning, Minneapolis and other beautiful cities all around the world. My name is Lavia Alva, and I am an extreme extrovert. So, fun fact: it has probably been. Let's see. I have it on my calendar. It's been a week and four days on my sobriety, and I guess I can say it's going okay. I realized something about myself. I realized that the first week is easy, second week is easy, third week is like eh, and then the fourth week is like I don't know what we're gonna do there. <sighs> so we'll see once we get to that milestone. Cause after three weeks, I feel like that is like the hardest for me to overcome the habit of like going out and. Having alcoholic beverages. <sighs> anyway, so good news is through this. Hopefully, well, actually, I'm not even going to say hopefully. This is the last time that I'm going to be on sobriety. It has to be. I have no other choice. This is the last time that you know I have to hopefully go through this rehabilitation. Anyway, long story short, I went camping again <coughs> this weekend, and I realized I was like, you know what? I absolutely love glamping—not camping, but glamping. You know, where you either are staying in an RV or like some kind of like lodge that's not a tent. And I—I I don't know what it is, but like after my first experience. Tenting, and I woke up in a puddle, surrounding my air like mattress. I felt like I was like in the Titanic or some shit. I don't know if it was because I like messed up my tent or what, but like it was just water everywhere, and I was like, you know what? I'm never gonna do this shit again. It was cold. It was disgusting. It was nasty. So now <laughs> I am only gonna go glamping. So this weekend I went in the RV, and. Went to Wisconsin, and it was just wonderful. I learned a lot about RV living that I didn't actually know about before. I learned about, you know, what to do if you don't have water. For example, like the first day we I got there, I was with my sister, and of course, we had forgot the hose that hooks up to the water. So we had to figure out what are we gonna do for water. What's nice is like this campsite had like you know water sources, so we just filled up water bottles, used them for a little while until we were able to access water. And I thought that was like interesting to me. I was like, it always seems fun. Like when people say, "I'm gonna live in my van, I'm gonna live in my RV, I'm gonna travel the world." And see all the sights. It's romantic. It's a kind of an exciting thought. And then when I was there, I was like, you know what? This is still exciting, but there is a lot of work we have to do too. I think the emptying all the urination and shit <laughs> from the bathroom was like where I was like, you know, this is maybe not my favorite thing to do. My sister did that. Doesn't bother her at all. 
And I don't know. I I, ugh. I was like, I guess it makes sense because when you're on the road, you go to the bathroom in your bathroom, you got to dispose of it somewhere, you know. That part was not romantic. Did not like that part. But if you can get past that part, I feel like it was actually pretty cool. And I was able to go to a place that sold RVs. And I was able to look at the more fancier ones. And I was like, oh my god, there were some that had like two floors. Like, bedrooms for children. And I was like, wow. This is really exciting. But I also learned that a lot of the like rooms in the compartments that come out on the RVs to make them look really spacious and more expensive ones, you have to like put in during the winter time. So like winterfying your RV is a thing, I guess, that I never really thought about before. You gotta put in the antifreeze so the you know, pipes don't freeze and put in your little compartments. I can't even really ex- describe them. They're like little rooms that pop out, you know, on the side. If there's an actual name for them, <laughs> let me know. But, yeah. It's it's interesting. And I, I was like, huh. So many little things that you gotta know about. And I didn't know that people, you know, take like old ambulances and stuff and like live in there. And it's actually pretty interesting. I feel like if you're knowledgeable and you you know, do a lot of research of, like, maintenance on your RVs or even in your ambulance or wherever the fuck you want to live, a motorized vehicle, I feel like it could be very, you know, it could be very convenient in regards to travel. But I feel like you also have to be very aware because there were many things that I didn't even know about until I went camping this weekend. And I'm really looking forward to doing it again. I feel like that lifestyle is just very relaxing. I enjoyed, honestly, I really, really, really loved being outside and, you know, putting your campfire together and making sure everything's okay. It was just calming and it was relaxing and I, I think I just really needed it, especially since the city has been kind of rowdy lately. <laughs> Not rowdy in a bad way, but I mean like, just, it's been a city. And I think that it was nice to just go somewhere else. One thing I really enjoy to do right now in this kind of weather, the fall weather, when the leaves are falling down, it's kind of cold, but not too cold. I like when those ski lifts are open, and like, I went to one this weekend when I went glamping, and I was like, yes, this is the most fun thing, most inexpensive, fun-ass thing you could do. Sometimes it's expensive, depending on the site, but... I don't know. If it's not any more than $15, it's not really that expensive, in my opinion. But, yeah. It was fun. And I went to go up this... I don't know where the hell it was. I really should probably pay attention more to where these sites are. But, yeah. I went to Wisconsin, went on this fabulous ski lift. It was something peak. I'll have to look into it. But anyway. And it was just beautiful. I I kind of think, like... When you're up there, I imagine that probably, like, birds feel that way. Because, like, you just sit there and you don't really move that fast. Like, if you were a bird and you flew all the time, maybe that's how it would feel. 
Like, maybe it would just feel like you were gliding all over the place. I don't know. It was relaxing. I also, like, smoked a little before I got on there, too. But other than that, it was really fun. Tobacco, obviously. <laughs> anyway. But, yes. I am also very, 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 very excited because... Halloween is coming up. And when Halloween comes around every year, I always like to go through my costumes and, like, see which ones I'm going to donate and which ones I'm going to, like, you know, keep, obviously. Because I feel like with the years, like, I've accumulated so much more. Now that I'm sober, I feel like I might not because, like, a a bunch of the costumes that I actually had of this year or for the previous years or whatever... Um, were because of, you know, going out or going to a party. Stuff like that. So now that I'm getting a little older and I don't go out, <laughs> you know, don't go out and drink and dance, you know, we have we can't dance anymore, I guess, because of COVID. You can, I guess, maybe in your yard. But anyway, that was a little bit of a rant. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm probably going to throw them all away, honestly. Because I feel like I'm at that point in my life that I don't need those things anymore. Like, I'm like, huh, I'm moving on. Moving on to the next. Like, it's okay. I can still celebrate certain holidays. But just not how I used to. Not going to go out. I'm not going to dress up or nothing. But I'll just stay home. And I, you know what I really actually like doing? As I really, really like going back and watching Halloween movies, I, ever since October 1st, <laughs> I have been binge-watching Halloween films, old films, new films, blah, blah, blah. And, I don't know, I ran into some really good ones. One, obviously, that I've been re-watching, I re-watched the Adams Family, Hocus Pocus, all those ones that everyone does. Um, the new car- the cartoon Adam's Family is actually really charming. It's really cute. What else? There was this one that was so creepy. Creepy, creepy, creepy. I'll have to remember. But one movie that I feel like is... the Oh, it was the best movie of the year, in my opinion, was Parasite. I absolutely loved Parasite. And if no one has ever seen that movie, you should go and see that movie. It's so juicy. I personally like psychological thrillers. I like to watch the classics like Psycho. Um, Also like, you know, cheesier, like, films like The Phantom of the Opera, Frankenstein, the whatever. Oh, you know what? One movie that's actually pretty good is The Count of Monte Cristo. It's not a Halloween movie, but I ran into it. And I was like, you know what, that one's a good movie. And you know why? It's because I feel like the way it's filmed is like, it's not like, uh, I don't want to say it's not very good, but I, I mean like, it's a, it, it just seems like a, a lower budget of a film. And it's filmed that way, but in a very good way. So it's kind of a low budget film. <laughs> and... The fight scenes just seem more authentic. It's an old film, and I like it. And it's one of those... I think he says that one famous line that's like... Um, I'm somebody, somebody. He says his name, Antonio, or whatever. 
you killed my father, prepare to die. That, like, phrase right there is, like, the main thing of the whole movie. It's not, but the reason why I mention this movie is because it's a classic. And I actually watched, um... Rocky Horror Picture Show last night and I was like man this is a classic this is a movie that I like to watch because it associates with the time of year and it's amazing um my friend Q had never seen Rocky Horror Picture Show before and so us being our queer ass selves (laughs) we had to and it was wonderful I absolutely love that movie I feel bad because there was a remake of the Rocky Horror Picture Show when an the people that were in the remake are exceptional artists, but the oh god, that was that's one movie that really can't be redone. Something like Mommy Dearest. If you've never seen Mommy Dearest, Mommy Dearest is um, the life of like Joan Joan Crawford and her daughter Tina, and she's abusive. And it was supposed to be a film that's like filmed in a way that was supposed to express how abusive she was to Tina. Joan Crawford, her character was to Tina in real life, but the way that she, like, acts it out is just so hilarious. She's so exaggerated. It's so, like, excessive, (laughs) excessively exaggerated, like, in every emotion. And, like, it's just amazing. It's really sad that, like, the actual meaning of it was not portrayed, but it is a cult classic because of Joan Crawford and her character. And that's a movie that can't be redone. Like, you can't redo that. You can't do redo cult classics. What the hell? That's why they're cult classics. They weren't supposed to work out in the first place. <laughs> you know? That's interesting. But I'm interested to see, like, what your favorite um, Halloween movies are, though. Yeah, and you should let me know. On... Via.elva, V-I-A dot A-L-V-A on Twitter. You can tweet me. Um, you can also email me at via.elva at yahoo.com. And I would love to hear your responses. It's awesome. And I don't know. I just also need more Halloween movies to watch. <laughs> We're only in the beginning of October, so I need more. I need ideas. I need to survive. (laughs) Anyway. But I hope everyone is doing okay. And I really appreciate everyone that has been supporting me through my sobriety and my podcasts. And I hope that everyone continues to be safe. And if you are not, I hope the best for you today. And yeah, just wear your mask. Wear your mask, y'all. And safest of travels.